God, remember Cyberwoman? I'm looking at the list of season one episodes. <laughs> Countryside, Greeks bearing gifts. That feels like a year ago. It, it was a year ago. It was a good, um, <laughs> speaking of Cyberwoman, I know you, I know you don't get the next time trailers, but uh, the pterodactyl popped up in the next time trailer on this. I got very excited. Um, I miss that pterodactyl. Oh, we're going to get the origin story of the pterodactyl? It looks like. I, I can't um, wait. I can't wait. Um <laughs> You actually uh, scared me for a moment there. <laughs> I genuinely went, what the... F- oh my um, god. That is a very scary moment. Um, hello. Portrait Wickcast, uh, Series 2. Uh, adrift. We are all adrift, when you think about it. Uh, adrift, that's what uh, Vin Diesel does. Uh, in do movies. you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you take that footage of uh, uh, Joshua screaming and Jonah. when he starts screaming... Jonah, sorry. Have him open him up, his mouth and go, ah, <laughs> hooked on a feeling. <laughs> I wouldn't do it if I had the time, which it I don't, but I really want to. Exists. Do- it probably exists. Um, anyway, this was broadcast on the 19th of March, 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, written by Christopher Chris Chibnall. Chibnall. Chris Chibnall. Um, crispy, crispy. He was at his crispiest <laughs> today. He was at his uh, most Chibnall today. <laughs> Can I just say something real quick before you go into the gist? Uh, the goops page for this, because I get the goops from like this website, and at the end of the goops page, they have like the bottom line, the conclusion of the, about the episode. And this guy wrote, despite being a Chris Chibnall script, the story is actually good. It's like, fuck off, man. <laughs> I hate people like that who are like, uh-huh. well, Chris Chibnall wrote a good story. It's like, yeah, he, like, yeah he's a good writer. <laughs> You think the guy gets to fucking showrun Doctor Who because he, like, uh, <laughs> Russell T. Davis accidentally hit up with his car and is like, I'll owe you a favor? Like, come on. Come the fuck on. Of course the guy knows how to write good television. He just chooses not to. I don't know. Maybe maybe the day he was writing Rosa, he stubbed his toe and felt really bad. I don't know, man. Like, we, we I, I can't believe I know brave me for taking the side of the oh, the poor little showrunner but we all need to lay off Chris Chibno for a while like leave the dude alone especially after this Jesus. Um, uh, directed by Mark Everest who was like the main director on Wizards vs. Aliens um, which we need to talk about one day um, and, also pr- and also Primeval which was like the, the big Torchwood uh, oh rival. right yeah uh, we need to I need to did I ever tell say Talk about on air my idea for a podcast called Coming Up Next, which is about shows that try to ride the coattails of famous shows. Like every lost knockoff that came out in 2005, you know, every mm-hmm. hero's knockoff that came out in 2010. Uh, Primeval. Take, uh, 
yeah, it would take a, a, an enormous amount of attention, time, and dedication that I just do not have mm. at the moment. But yes, a drift. <laughs> We're talking about a drift. A drift. Uh, the gist of a drift. The, the adrift. Um, Gwen is asked by the 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 soft cancelled PC Andy um, to look into the disappearance of Jonah, this young guy, a teenager whose mom is like really dedicated to finding out what happened to him. Because uh, he disappeared seven months ago, um, she like investigates. Even though Jack tells her like back off, don't do this. You don't want to look into this. She finds out that Jack is involved, and that there are a lot of like mysterious disappearances um, from the last like, couple of years. Um, and then, with the help of like Andy and Yanto, she finds out there's an island um, where people are being treated who were like they were kidnapped by the rift and like spat back out. Uh, and Jonah's there, but he's now like way older. And he's covered in mm-hmm. burns. Um, and Jack explains then, like, oh, yeah, um, I set up this facility to help people who are kidnapped by the rift. Um, they're all, like, really troubled. Um, and against his advice, she brings Jonah's mom, Nikki, to the thing to, to meet Jonah. Um, at first, she's like, this is not my son. And he explains that he is her son. And then he starts screaming for 20 hours straight because he looked into a, uh, a dark star or whatever. And he went insane. Um, and then Nikki tells Gwen, basically, like, you're an asshole for showing me this. Uh, I'll never be able to, like, see him as anything other than this, like, screaming guy. Don't do this for anyone ever again. And Gwen goes home to Reese and is very upset. And How dare like, you help me? me. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> no, she does yeah. have a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I, it, it does lead me to, we're going to do a very early on goofs because I want to talk about this. Uh, the goo- <laughs> very early, early goofs, early, 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 early goofs. Um, we're gonna go for the bad goofs first. Why isn't Gwen aware that Cardiff has an unusually high number of missing persons? Oh, isn't that something off. that police officers should be aware of? <laughs> She's kind of busy off. fighting aliens. <laughs> if Jonah spends twenty hours a day screaming, wouldn't that break his vocal cords? Also, it's uh, a big coincidence that Gwen's visits coincide with his non-screaming phases. And that nobody uh, mentioned it to her before she decides to bring Nikki there. Uh, uh, Torchwood doesn't seem to be lacking in funds, so why is the facility so grotty? Can't they afford a tin of paint? Uh, and then uh, here's the actual goof I want to talk about, which is why didn't Torchwood consider retconning Nikki? That is a the good thing point. is, I actually thought about that. Mm-hmm. I went at the end of the episode. That is a good point. I was like, why didn't they retcon her? Because, But I feel like yeah. that would betray the point of the episode, which is mm-hmm. to be like, oh, hey, we got to, like, uh, you know, deal with the consequences of our actions. Mm-hmm. And also to show Gwen that, like, you know. Sometimes yeah. uh, dead is better. Mm-hmm. Um, as very har- Stephen King would say. Mm-hmm. But there's better. Uh, very harrowing and very heartbreaking and very good. Um, oh yeah, fantastic! Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, there's a famous Doctor Who YouTuber who a while back posted uh, that this was like one of the best pieces of Doctor Who fiction, and I was like, "You are silly!" <laughs> and now I agree with him. He is absolutely right. This is uh, up there. 
it's up there because yeah. it's like because it's just a really good sci-fi story i i would say like you could probably show this to someone who doesn't know anything about doctor who because you're like hey this is a sci-fi story and they would watch this and be like this is really good what else do mm-hmm. we have and then you would say watch <laughs> cyber woman and then they would never talk to you again <laughs> or you could say watch uh the series one finale where uh this a guy in a big coat comes along and he's like a little gremlin and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I watch that. And they watch it and then they, they fall in love with uh, little Billy Manger. Yeah. Um, little Billy Manger. And they still never talk to you anymore, so. Because mm-hmm. they're too busy watching Billis Manger. Billy Manger, yeah. Um, w- Very good. With hind- This is, okay, with hindsight. And also hindsight, you know, is obviously stupid. 2022, to yes. Yeah. It's also very stupid to talk about this kind of thing. Um, In hindsight, this would have really 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 i mean it's still great but this would have really hit if the, if it had hit way earlier in the in the show's run yes if this was yeah. the second episode i feel yeah. like it, we would still be having torchwood mm-hmm. uh, yeah. series like the revival would be cooking right now Mm. Do you think? Do you think that in that reality, John Barrowman is still a, a huge mess? Uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw. Um, this will date. It all this will relies date on this. a drift. <laughs> this will really date this now. But um, there was a recent. There's a prompt going out around like the last few days, being like, because of the whole thing of like you know the whole article that came up from broadcast, but like you know, ten million per episode and spinoffs and stuff. Um, there was like a prompt saying like, what spinoff would you like? If you had the control and Barman uh, quote tweeted this, being like, uh-huh, I wonder what I would like a spin off of. Uh-huh. It's just like, buddy, you know. It's like, buddy, shut up. Yeah, yeah the, the ship has sailed. The, the ship has sailed. The ship has sailed. <laughs> you had your chance and you wasted it. Sean all, all, all of it gone in the drop of a trouser. Uh, it's, it's just like. What, a, what an asshole. Um, anyway, uh, what was I yeah. going to say? Uh, can I just say talk about something about the, the article, which is probably going to date this a lot even more. Yeah. I'm really worried because uh, Doctor Who was not meant to have money. Uh, I, it is just oh, one of these facts of life. I, yeah, I, you, say that, you say that, but like, it kind of does need money. It, no, I, it, I, I, I'm not saying, hold on. Doctor Who was not meant to have a lot of money. This is what I meant to mm-hmm. say. I mean, it's kind of like when I saw the 60th anniversary trailer and Neil Patrick Harris appears for that one shot, it felt like a psychic attack to see an actual (laughs) actor I know in Doctor Who, as opposed to the opposite, which is, oh, that guy that's famous now was in Doctor Who. It's like, like, I want you to imagine, like, fucking Shuji walking down the hallway and it's like, oh, who's this? And then fucking Julie Lou Dreyfus walks out. Dude, that, this, that doesn't work, you know? You, you'd be like, what is this? This is not, this is, does not make sense. This should not be possible because, <laughs> because <laughs> Doctor Who is not meant to have a lot of money. But I mean, honestly, I think it would be a very Chad move from Russell T. Davis if he got 10 million pounds per episode and put all that money into like. <laughs> <laughs> fucking virus, medicine virus too. <laughs> but that's the that's the patine budget. They're making like a big patine army yeah. that's gonna like walk walk through little like little little. little <laughs> um, what was that image? What was that, that meme where it was like the patine is like a 
the patat batad is <laughs> do say the thirteen doctor. <laughs> I want that dick. <laughs> anyway, anyway, adrift. Serious episode. Very um, sad episode. Very scary episode. Can uh, I can I say something about that article as well? Which yeah. is, I, um, I, I'm gonna make a prediction right now. Um, Danny Houston. It's going to be an episode I mean, of Doctor Who. I mean, uh, my dream of actual actors in Doctor Who is Steve Buscemi. I mean, can you imagine oh. Steve Buscemi going, Doctor? It, <laughs> doctor, what's going cool. on? <laughs> um, Michael Imperioli is still the one. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Campbell. Uh, Bruce Campbell. Um, uh, who's it? Yeah, Jonathan Frakes, Jason Alexander. Yeah. Um, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, J- <laughs> What doctor? What's uh, Larry David doctor, actually would be? Doctor Who. <laughs> Imagine Larry David just like fucking walking out of like with a Dalek. That's the thing. That's what I'm telling you. It makes no sense. <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but now we are actually closer to that possibility because Doctor Who has money, and like anyone who's never had money before and suddenly finds a bunch of money in their wallet, they're gonna spend it poorly. They're gonna <laughs> instead of. <laughs> Instead of improving their house and making things look good, they're going to get some big name guest star who's going to be like, I have no idea what the fuck this is. And it's like, okay, I guess I will go to this. Uh, I, I, I don't know where they stand as well professionally. But Michael Aiden Douglas. Gillen. Aiden Gillen's got to show up at some point. Do you think Michael Douglas would ever be uh, a Doctor Who? My- no. Which Oscar-nominated, <laughs> Academy Award-nominated actor? We should hold on again. Adrift, great episode. We should talk yeah, about but, this. Yeah, but, yeah, but I yeah, just want to real yeah. quick: uh, which Academy Award for Best Actor-winning actor do you think would go to Doctor Who? Uh, so the list uh, is. Let's just go for the two thousands. Uh, Russell Crowe. Go. go, go Russell, uh, yeah. Russell Crowe would one hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Denzel Washington. He would not do it. Uh, no. I think he would say TV, and he would. Tell you to get out, Adrian Brody. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe he. But the know, question is more: Would they want him? I think they would. I think they would if they could. He was really they good in Succession probably. season three, so mm-hmm. there is that. Uh, Sean Penn, probably not. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, they probably don't want him. Uh, Jamie Fox. Oh, uh, you know what's what sucks? Pro- he probably would. <laughs> he probably would, and he. Actually, you know what? Maybe he would be the best. He would be like a really good match. You know? You mm-hmm. never know. Uh, uh, not Philip Silver Hoffman because he's dead. R.I.P. Uh, oh, no. Great. Force Whitaker. Uh, uh, he might. He might. I think he, he, would he was consider. on Star Wars, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Day-Lewis. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis breaks out of retirement to play the role of... Uh, Alien head in the latest Doctor <laughs> Who episode. I just really wanted yeah. to be an alien head. Uh, <laughs> I wanted him to play paint me blue and for me to wear makeup. And then uh, Sean Penn again. We skipped that one. Jeff Bridges. No. no he would no. not. To, uh, no. Colin Firth. Yeah, he probably... He, yeah. He, I think he would if you asked him. Um, Jean Dujardin. He, I think he's asking to be Doctor Who. <laughs> John, would you be Doctor Who? With pleasure. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, with pleasure. Why was he not uh, Lumiere in the Beauty and the Beast remake? Whatever, let's just keep, let's move on. Matthew McConaughey. No. He would not. No. Uh, 
Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne probably would didn't. But Hasn't I feel he like, been on Doctor Who already? No, but ev- no, everyone wanted him to be the the twelfth Doctor because they were like, oh, he, he's he's so cool, you know. He's, oh. he's playing the Doctor in, in the the Harry Potter movies now, so oh, I might so be cool. I might be confusing him with another British actor who I because I, I definitely thought he was in Doctor. Oh, I'm confusing him with uh, Andrew Garfield. No, 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 no. I'm confusing him with. Um, it's a woman, so that makes me feel. <laughs> I'm confusing <laughs> him with. Uh, Fuck, what is her name? Felicity uh, Jones. Yeah, Felicity Jones, because she was yeah. in uh, uh, The Unicorn and the Wasp. So, Eddie mm-hmm. Redmayne, I confused you with Felicity Jones. I'm sorry. Next one, uh, Casey Affleck? No. Uh, no, you've got Leo, who definitely oh, wouldn't. Oh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio would not. No. Uh, Gary Oldman? He might. He actually, might. I do think yeah. he would consider it. Yeah. Rami Malek, I think he would. He he, one hundred percent would be like, yeah, yeah, might as well. I might think well. he, I think Rami Malek knows what Doctor Who is. I'm not. I stupid. think he does too. <laughs> Note, I didn't say he was a fan. I say he knows what it is. Uh, Hawking Phoenix. No, no, way. no. Would he, even, he, he would, he would look at them and he'd be like, he'd be like, no, no. I feel like if you opened his door and say, "We just got an offer from Doctor Who," he shoots you in the spot. <laughs> no. And then Anthony Hopkins. Uh, yeah, he would. He absolutely. would. Absolutely. He would do like a like a Christmas special or something. Yes. And uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm, he would play Santa Claus. He uh, would actually be really good in like a like a little yeah. one episode thing. Yeah. And then Will Smith. I don't think uh, he would. No, I I don't think they'd offer him at this point. Uh, no, I, I mean even if there were, well even without all the slap stuff, I don't think he would. Mm, I think um, looking at the nominees as well uh, in recent years. Uh, Cumberbatch wouldn't. Um, I I I fully 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 think if you asked Antonio Banderas, he'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? Antonio Banderas would. Javier Bardem would. Javier Bardem would. Would one hundred percent would. Um, he would. He would be really good, and he would come back several times. Mm-hmm. Javier uh, Bardem would become the fucking <laughs> Sabalong Glitz of Nanyu Who. If he would actually play Sabalong Glitz, if you offered him, ooh, Sabalong, great, let's do it. <laughs> You know, I think Wood, um, most because his career has like kind of slowed down, and uh, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the the nominees for twenty uh, for the 88th uh, Academy Awards 2015. Uh, Brian Cranston, I think, if you ask, Brian Cranston would, be like, would yeah. yeah, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, show, show me up. I feel like we, I feel like we as a society we did a disservice to Brian Cranston because we pushed him out of television too early. And he was in, he, he was in the bath. He was rocking in the bathtub. Yeah, he was in the bath. Rocking in the bathtub. We pushed him too I'm early. Rocking the cup. Yeah. He needed he needed to marinate a cup. What am I talking about? He needed to <laughs> marinate. Fucking Brian Cranston can kick my ass anytime. You know who I think would. But yeah. you'd have to make a really good argument. I think Adam Driver would. I want uh, to no. be in Doctor Who. Yes, he he wouldn't. He, he would. He similarly to Walking Phoenix, he would like clock you in the face. No, he wouldn't. If you asked him, no, he, <laughs> he would. would. He would. No, he wouldn't. He would. Yes, he would. If you <laughs> offer him something really weird, he would. I, I, you know, I will only do it if I am a two-headed alien, and the other head is Javier Bardem. Like what he if, would do what it. If, <laughs> what, if, what if he's like, yeah, I'll do it if I can play Billis Manger. I'm I want like, to okay. play Billis Manger. I will become the next Billis Manger. I think he would do it. Listen, I think that guy is weirder than we give him credit for. Mm, 
They can do it. Um, sp- speaking of weird, what the uh, fuck are we PC talking about? PC and PC <laughs> Andy is like. Is this the completely... first time in PC Andy has showed up since like the first episode? He was in earlier episodes. Um, I don't remember him. Reason. And then, of course, she asked him why didn't go to her wedding. And he was like, "Cause I, I still, I still like you." Gwen, I, I, I don't want you to marry Reese because I'm PC Andy, and you know, no one else can have you. I'm, I'm, I'm fully against PC Andy right now. I think he's uh, just. You, it's weird because actually, I really am on PC Andy's camp after this. I think the way they dealt with that, where him, he was like, ah, I can't just turn it off. I'm not, I'm not a tap. And and Gwen was like, oh come on, you know, <laughs> like let's talk about this like adults. And then they kind of do talk about it like adults. I thought that was really cool. Like. It, it it wasn't a stupid like plot line where it's like, oh, she, he still has feelings, and then it's gonna like build up to something. It was just like a thing that happens when you're into someone and they're not into you, and then you two are like, well, but let's not let that get in the way of our friendship, which ultimately they don't. Be, and then he wants to be a torchwood member. And they yeah. show that they they kind of show let him be part of the team. Uh, yeah, he was like, please let me be tortured. There's this man here, Nick Briggs, who won't stop telling me to I get I get why Big Finish loves PC Andy now. Like before mm-hmm. this episode, her, their obsession with PC Andy felt like a joke to me. Like, oh, which character, which actor from Torchwood can we get to just shove in as many big finish audios as possible? But having seen this episode, I'm like, absolutely I would listen to 20 bit. PC Andy box sets. Well, you know what? You got twenty going out there. So if you want to, if you want to get on the PC Andy challenge, you know. Can I tell you though? I did get some psychic damage from opening his Tardis Wiki page and seeing Andy <laughs> Davidson was a police officer, an ally of Torchwood Three, and a companion to the Eighth Doctor. Mm, uh, he's stranded. <laughs> that last one <laughs> genuinely hurt me. From the, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of getting hurt, uh, Gwen. Really, really great in this. Um, great, fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, amazing. Reese. The scene where he's mm-hmm. like, Sometimes I fucking hate you, just so good. And then at the end, when he comes in and he's just like, All right, tell me about your day at work, it was like, mm-hmm. Damn. But I feel like the real, real, real like scene stealer from this is the mom, yeah. Uh, Ruth Jones, yeah. Um, co-creator of gavin stacy with one james gordon oh so we are um, to blame for her, her. <laughs> <laughs> she is the one who uh, much like uh, jo- uh, jonah screaming she unleashed james gordon <laughs> upon the world she and she's just incredible like really heartbreaking really great stuff um yeah. the bit where the bit where gwen goes to her house and she's like she, she has all the, the videos of crowd footage she's like oh yeah look like, like you know I'm pretty sure one day, like, I'll be able to see him in the, these crowds. Yeah. is like, just heartbreaking. Um, as is the end where she's like, you know, don't you ever show that to anyone else. Don't ever do that for anyone else. Just leave me alone. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. Um, Robert Pugh as Apple Jonah as well is really great. Yeah. Um, when he starts listing all the things that, that, like, he, he remember, like, Oh, you never bought me this. You never. Bought, I was like, oh, that that actually that that hurts me real mm-hmm. deep. Mm-hmm. Robert Pugh, of course, we'll see again in like a year and a half. He's on um, um, the Silurian two-parter. Mm-hmm. What he gets does it say, David? What does it say about me and where I am in my life that I am actively looking forward to that? 
that I'm that I think the word Silurian Series Five two parter, and I'm like, I can't wait to watch that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> written by written by one uh, Christopher Chris Chibnall Chibnall as well. So, I'm so, so surprised that Chris Chibnall didn't get scrapped. He should he should have brought back Silurians again. I know he did see Devils, but like you know, he should have. He, sh- he should have. Um, you know what he should have done? The last because they they released the Power of the Doctor script. The last page should have mm-hmm. said "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Just like I I mean, listen. I feel like I don't. I can't think of a. I have no ill will towards people who go into deep critique critiques of Chris Chibnall's writing and his era. I agree with a lot of the critiques people have. I just feel like we as a society, you know, you know how it's like we have a need for an enemy. I feel like we have just been ragging on this old man for the past (laughs) four years. And now that we can't do it anymore, it feels like we're aimless and just kind of drifting around the world. You know, (laughs) like, like he has been shouldering the combined hatreds and rage from the entire world and now he's free it's like genie you're free go go <laughs> like <laughs> i hope he gets a nice long vacation for real chris if you need a place to stay call me like god damn it guys i feel bad for chris chimno mm, it's about like uh, no it's just it's just silly it's just very silly um very very silly now Stephen uh, Moffat can go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. I love uh, that gift you uh, <laughs> we saw today, where it's um, it's the Knife Doctor looking, and I was having such a good day, and he shows a newspaper. And it says Moffat <laughs> to do Series Nine. It's like what a reflection of innocent times. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, reflections and silly, and also whatever. Um, Jack's whole deal in this. Um, I like them kind of mystifying him again, right. even though again right. it feels kind of strange to be doing it this late in the game. Um yeah. when like we've already kind of figured out this whole thing. Um it's a really good use of Jack. Yeah. It's a really it's good, a really use, good of Jack use of Jack because it it's something that we don't see a lot, which is that the fact that like this guy's been around for like he has a thousand other secrets that Mm-hmm. We're never we gonna know. know mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like, didn't in the last episode, didn't they have a bit where they were like, uh, "Let me give, just give me a second. I gotta send my Wi-Fi password to my boss." Uh, no, yeah, not he, my he, Wi-Fi. He, he 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 did say, he did say it to yeah. to, to Gwen in that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really right. good use of Jack. Uh, anyway. We were talking yeah. about Jack. So Jack, uh, the, th- yeah. the thing that really works for me in this is that he is doing that thing. I, I don't like it when characters are holding secrets for reasons that you don't really like. We're, we're at the end when the secret does come out. You go, oh, you should have just told us from the start. You know, why were mm-hmm. you hiding the secret with this one? I actually get why he was hiding the secret. You know, mm-hmm. like I actually do get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Yanto in this one is uh, the use of Yanto, like Yanto helping you out and stuff like that. It's good. The scene of him and Yanto. Um, I'm I'm like I'm happy that they're 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 like actually putting the work in to make it like clear that like they're both you know. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're not a perfect they're, they're, couple. They're, yeah, but mm. that doesn't mean that it's like. 
it's not that thing that most dramas do where it's like if you're not a perfect couple divorce immediately you know mm-hmm. like like <laughs> you have one fight divorce <laughs> so it's like, it's, like, it's really rewarding like, to see this development this uh, continued development of their character mm-hmm. arc, of their continued character relationship especially when like even like after he answered those that like Jack's kind of still like being like you know I'm I'm kind of glad you did that anyway thank you for like letting her know like there's no like kind of you know Jack going out to like yell at Yant or whatever it's like you know right it's right. Kind of thing um great score again as well um yeah I think yeah um actually there is actually is something I want to talk about which is that um uh this is a very influential. Because uh, Russell talks about how, like, this episode made him realize how the show could actually like evolve and develop. So, it's like the tone of this is what kind of eventually inspires, in the way not like fully inspires, but like plays a part in inspiring uh, series three, where it becomes like very, very kind of personal, very kind of emotional, very character driven, very dark, very kind of you know. Mm. I know you haven't seen it, but like it, this, like this is kind of like the 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 blueprint for what the show becomes, um, which is which is interesting. Um, I am I'm really and we, we we said this before in like in teams, but I'm really gonna miss like Monster of the Week Torchwood. Right, I feel like there's such yeah. a. I love Monster of the Week stuff. I feel like people don't really understand. Nowadays, we've lost that. We used to be mm. a real society. <laughs> we had Monster <laughs> of the Week episodes. But it, it just it kind of just feels like, hey, oh, that is so weird. Uh, we've lost that as a, as a as like a part of our television where it's like, what cool things can are they gonna come up with this week? Uh, oh, they came up with a bald egg who screams, <laughs> and it's actually really emotional. Mm. And I guess this is because me and you, we come from the X Files school of sci-fi television, which is that we mm. love X Files, and we love the fact that like you can do these cool things with X Files, where it's like one week they're doing a a Wizard of Oz homage that takes place in the in the cruise ship, and it flashes back to the 1930s, and everyone's playing like Nazi versions of themselves, you know. The fact that we can, the fact that they can do that while still maintaining an ongoing storyline, is something that's fun and great, and something we should cherish. And that's kind of the best parts of Torchwood so far, at least this series. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as well, the problem is that like TV became, you know, it's like a movie only eight hours longer. Like that, the whole mindset kind of sprung up and kind of overtook everything. Yeah, you can't um, have. You can't have. Uh, Jo- Joshua Jonas, what is his name again? Jonas story. Joe Jonas story in like yeah. more than forty-five minutes. It has to be forty-five minutes. Mm. Anything more, yeah. and it would start to even just one minute more, and it would start to suck. Mm. Then we, we'd all be screaming. Um, we all be going uh, <laughs> next time. <laughs> next time. you're looking for.
But the sentry will turn twice before you find each other. <laughs> Ooh, are you for real? <laughs> you mean I have to wait a hundred years to find him? Um, is there anywhere I can go to scream for 20 hours? Your bathroom. Oh, friendlymush.com. Uh, you can scream at us. Uh, we won't hear you. Mm. Mm. Uh, we, we have logged off. We suggest you do the same. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, that's, that's about it. Um, adrift. We're like a, a good episode. Um, but yeah. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> Don't scream. Ah. Uh.